Texas Podcast Massacre contains spoilers and adult language. For more horror, visit us at our website at texaspodcastmassacre.com. How's it taste, motherfucker? Can you stop yelling at me, please? No, I can't stop yelling, because that's how I talk. You ain't never seen my movies. Juice, that was a good one. Deep Blue Sea, they ate me. A job ate me. Great bitch. Samuel Jackson, it's my beer. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. This is Texas Podcast Massacre. Welcome to another episode of Texas Podcast Massacre, coming to you from Houston, Texas. I'm your host, Mitch, and with me, as always, is my fellow shark scientist, sure, Nate. She screwed with the sharks, and now the sharks are screwing with us. Those damn petty-ass sharks, man, I tell you. Uh, welcome to another episode of Texas Podcast Massacre, where each week we take a look at a different horror movie and debate a horror-related topic with our unsuspecting victim, who is usually not someone we would consider a horror fan. Uh, we are in week three of our Man vs. Animal series, and this week is our, uh, this was our viewer's choice. Um, you know, it really came down to the wire, Nate. Uh, I, there was a strong push for Anaconda, which is, I, I have not, I have, I have been very vocal about my desire to watch Anaconda, uh, in this month. It almost made it. You got nervous, uh, at one point, I think yeah. I told, I was telling you the results and you got nervous, but deep blue C one out. Um, and I, I, I mean, I, yeah. If you haven't seen Deep Blue Sea, you're in for a treat. Hopefully you have. Uh, we actually brought in returning unsuspecting victim and resident Texas podcast massacre ornithologist. Taylor, welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I'm excited to share with you my the recipe for a perfect omelet. Oh, ex- excellent. <laughs> excellent. I, I yeah. Uh that's Classic it, par- parrot omelet. That, <laughs> like, where do you think he's getting the eggs? You know, it's well, it's okay. Do parrots <laughs> live? Wow, okay. Yes. Like, do you do you see a farm on this? Uh, <laughs> um, why? Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. So, I mean, really, sharks, birds of the sea. I would think is is that an accurate scientific statement? I think we'll go with it. No, no. Birds are the sharks (laughs) of the air. Sharks came first, man. Oh, yeah, that's good. That makes sense. Okay, okay. Eagles are the alpha predator of the air. Sharks Mm. are the alpha predator of the water. So, so Taylor, you are our uh, resident animalologist. Beavers of the zombie variety. Birds. Also birds. Birds you did birds, birds twice. Of many varieties. Yeah, exactly. And now you got sharks. So you know we're trying to we're trying to keep it one animal in the air, one animal on land and was, in water. Yeah. Now one just in water. Well, I had the crocodile one too. I was here for crawl. So Oh yeah, that's right. And carousel, if you want to count uh, <laughs> a, a, a fake unicorn 
Uh, from a from a carousel. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you're also here for ice cream. Ice cream man was the was the odd odd uh, odd man out in this in this one. Um, well, there was certainly still a a, a predator creature in that one. So, oh man, that movie somehow took us five hours to watch. <laughs> uh, we I, Nate, there was one. I you know I, this is not the ice cream man review, but there's literally one scene I remember. It, I think we rewound and watched it like three times. Um, because we yeah, well, now that. I have the Blu-ray. We can actually do. We can no do it again with the director's commentary. With the director commentary. I say we had to. We had to spend some time on it because that was the only time we could believe we were reasonably going to see that film. So, <laughs> <laughs> based on the sketchy well, circumstances under which we acquired it. So. <laughs> right. No, Nate. Uh, Nate found. Uh, I mean, Nate made some new friends at Fantastic Fest. Some of them owned the uh the blu-ray for this movie so ice cream man so uh i don't know i would think the blu-ray for deep blue sea has more features maybe it's a little more polished but nate you'd have to tell us because uh i'm not gonna sit through the ice cream man blu-ray well i i will and i'll let you know <laughs> I, I, I will it'll be an update just from me oh goodness well taylor it is great to have you back uh been too long now before we do uh, get into our review, because I, I'm uh, pun intended chomping at the bit for this week's episode. Uh, let, let's get into a little bit of a debate question. Bid our father, the sea king, rise from the depths full, foul in his fury. Black waves teeming with salt foam to smother this young mouth with punch and slime. That's gravitas. Um, okay. So we've got a two we got two different uh, debate questions. So one of them came in from our mailbag. Uh, so I, I'll start with that one before we get into our main one. Um, so I remember every Monday we are we have our mailbag. I mean, honestly, you can send us you know things anytime, but we have our mailbag Monday. This came in over on Twitter from Benji Gray. Uh, Benji asks, "Who would you take to a shark fight?" So would you take Sam Jackson from Deep Blue Sea? Would you take Lewis Gossett Jr. from Jaws 3? Oh, yes. Would you take... There you go. We can just wrap that one. Now, would you take Rain Wilson, uh, so Dwight, from from The Meg, or Tara Reid from Sharknado? Who are you bringing to the shark fight? Okay, I'm going to answer first. I'm going to go with Tara Reid. because I sharks you know, smell blood, right? But I don't know how much actual, like, physical, like, normal skin and body parts Tara Reed has left. Mm-hmm. So I think the shark wouldn't even go for her. Hmm. Be like, ooh, that's not, that's not. That's well, not I mean, that the blood. That's I mean, real. if there's not that much blood and it's almost all alcohol, I mean, at what point does the yeah, shark like, oh, I'm drunk? Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think Tara Reed. Look, and if you need, like, worst case scenario, you need someone to throw to the shark, uh, Stellan Skarsgård style, style from this movie. Uh, you know, she can't fight back. We saw in. Uh, in a bus bus ride to hell that she can't even lift a machete. So uh, you'd be able to e- easily use her as a human shield. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. The terror um, read for me. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the way and the way I read this question was, yeah, who? I mean, is this going to be a? Are, are you? Are, so is Tara Reid going as your sacrificial lamb? Like you're going with the express purpose that she'll distract the sharks from you, for, so you can get away? Or absolutely, yes, that's exactly how I'd go with it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Taylor, how about you? Who, who are you? Go, who are you bringing? So, I've not seen the Meg, so I don't know what Rain Wilson's character is in that film. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of the office as well as other films he's been in is he's generally pretty chaotic. Is he also chaotic in the Meg? I actually have not We've seen not, the Meg. We have not, not seen the Meg. So let's just assume okay. Dwight Schrute in this case. Yeah, yeah, go okay. with Dwight Schrute. Yeah, because I'm like, I like the level of chaos he brings to the table mm. of just unpredictability. I feel like that's just a good trait to have on your side when you're facing a creature that's operating on instinct. So... So I'd pick him. Yeah. I mean, look, Dwight probably knows his shark stuff. You know what I mean? Like he, he's, he's more of a bear. He's more of a bear guy though. I, is he, is he in the, you know, the, Grant, not the, near the, the water? Nate. Just because he likes bears more. Doesn't it? God damn it. God damn it. Walked I right walked into that one. Yep. I walked into that. Oh goodness. I mean, okay. So yeah, for me, it's, I mean, look, I feel like if we're going to get into it, but you know, he, uh, there was a little bit of a sneak attack. I think Sam Jackson, though, nine times out of ten is probably your best bet, right? I mean, uh, Sam Jackson, any other not role in this movie. Movie. Hold on. Nine, hold on. That's what I'm saying. Nine out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, some days, you, you know, it's like when you get sucker punched and you're like, all right, you got you got me that one. That one. But you ain't gonna get me again. I feel like that's Sam Jackson. Like, are you saying like Snakes on a Plane was like the was like the revenge movie? Right. Right. <laughs> like, okay, let, Honestly, let the shark get me, the but the snakes. Some of the lines in this never. film felt so similar that I was like, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe it is a revenge film. Yeah. Snakes on a Plane. That's here's, a theory. Now here's the problem. <laughs> Wait, well, was he playing a twin? Is this like a tied cinematic universe where that yeah, was I his think, twin? Maybe they're like uh, parallel realities. I mean, just just <laughs> just remember this is a. <laughs> This is a Sam Jackson that survives a horrific like plane, like hiking tr- or a mountain climbing trip or something, right? I mean, it's a survivor. He he just happens he happens to let his guard down for just a little bit. Uh, but hey, I mean, look, I disagree. He was he had been there for all of two hours and was explaining to them how to get out of the facility that they knew much better than him. And then he got eaten. Like, yeah. I was like, bro, Plus, I he says ice like, moves right faster. My nose. He's been here two hours. How is like, how is he going to do look, this? And then he chomp. This is, this is classic management. Okay. <laughs> yeah, really. he's, 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 he's got, look, just cause he has, he's not in the office every day. The fact that he paid for it means that he knows it all. Okay. He, he <laughs> says ice moves faster than water. I go, wait, well, hold on. What? Once he said that, we'll never listen to him about going True. anywhere, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, all right, well, Benji, uh, we have a, a bit of a three-way tie here. I don't think anyone does. You'll have to let us know who, who you who you agreed with. Um, Tara, hey, Tara Reid survived. Suck it, Sam Jackson. <laughs> Multiple sequels. She's... She can handle sharks in the water. Oh, well, the and sharks on are, land. Were, no, she, they were in air being flown around. I mean, you know, step, sidestep and you're fine. They I, killed a lot of other people. Well, so. she's, she's she's hard. She's she's easy to miss. I don't know what to tell you. I, that's what I'm saying. I want her with me. <laughs> I mean, she, she, more likely you'll you'll be the one they go after, not her. You know, that's 
Ooh. I don't know. Well, it's it's up for debate. So Benji, let us know. Did we who 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 would you have gone with? Um, now let's get into our our main debate question. So, I mean the the the, the really look every horror movie see especially lately modern horror movies are all like science is going to doom us. Apparently um, the scientists are trying to play God. They're trying to create something. They're trying to fix something, but they break all the rules and then bad shit happens. Right. My question to you is, you know, in, in the, in this, in the history of these type of movies, how bad are these, this is this group of science scientists, right? You know, are there worse science, like, you know, groups of scientists in other movies? Are there, are these the worst? Where, where do y'all stand on this group? Well, I'll start and, and I'll yeah. preface this with, I haven't seen probably nearly the number of films that fit this niche as you guys have, but I personally thought they were all pretty hard on, I don't remember her name, Sarah. Was that the Wayne chick's name? Yeah. I thought they were pretty hard on her for what I thought was a pretty reasonable goal of trying to cure Alzheimer's, which is a horrible disease. Like, yeah. I don't know. She wasn't trying to like open a theme park, like, or, you know, it wasn't like based purely in hubris. Like I was like, I feel like she has a worthy goal and they were all on board. They were all on board until things started going bad. And then they're all like, look what you did to her. And I was like, you all were here. You all did this. I don't know. I personally was like, I could respect the goal they were working towards. And I was like, obviously in the movie, it's very easy to be like, they're, they shouldn't have done this like clearly, but I, I don't know. It was like, I feel like the decisions that led to that point, if this was a real scenario, you could reasonably see someone making those same decisions. Yeah. I think there's, there's much worse. I mean, the thing about when the shark was going to escape um, was like, okay, with well, that one shark, would that have been that bad? That one shark escaping. I know they were the one explaining at the beginning. That. No, like the last one, the last shark could have escaped. There's one left, right? Mm-hmm. Last oh, shark right. escapes. Okay, so what they mate, and then there's like super sharks everywhere. It doesn't seem likely. <laughs> like there are scientists who ruin the earth, like Snowpiercer. Uh, and Snowpiercer, you know, trying to stop global warming made everything real cold. All except on train, one train moving around the earth. Everything else is dead. I mean, that's way worse, right? Yeah, that's true. They're out in the middle of the ocean. They're not really yeah. near anyone else. There's limited people there. Like they're really doing a lot to kind of mitigate the potential harm they could cause. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the one shark gets away. You know, maybe they mate, maybe they don't, because they like eating other sharks. So I mean, <laughs> was the shark at the beginning an escaped shark? I was unclear on that. In general, I thought the whole starting scene didn't need to be there, but <laughs> one of the sharks escaped for trans magical reasons. The reason was that shark got smart <laughs> and I found a way with, to jump with a, with a it. That was the point of that scene because I yeah. didn't get that. <laughs> yeah, shark got smart, <laughs> but they luckily a guy was there with his harpoon and no harm done. So, oh, Tom Jane is basically a superhero in this movie. We're gonna get into that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay, Mitch, what's yours then? So I, I got I got Snowpiercer. Okay. Snow what do you, what do you got? 
I mean, yeah, I, you know, I, I would, I would have put them above uh, Jurassic Park just because Jurassic Park, at least they're confined to an island, but you do make a good point, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> this is at least a, a, a better reasoning than just, hey, you want to bring your kids come see the dinosaurs? That sounds like cool, right? Uh, so, yeah, maybe that's maybe I need to be reverse thinking. No, I mean, look, the the worst experiment, the worst like scientist science gone wrong has to be the fly. I mean, this dude creates That's just one guy, though. Only yeah. one guy got jacked. <laughs> well, I mean, only what two, three sharks got jacked in this. I don't, <laughs> you're just tell that, to, that tell it to Stone, <laughs> Stone Skarsgård, who got dunked underwater, dunked <laughs> into his friend's face. That All was right. a- Did you see the Lazarus effect? Uh, with Olivia Wilde? Yes. yes, I did see that, unfortunately. And, and Donald, yeah. I mean, you know, these are science, the, the, the age old scientists trying to bring back people from the dead. Uh, never goes well. Dumb. Just don't do it. Let people die. It's fine. I mean, that's, that's a group for stupidest uh, scientists for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, he, uh, what Taylor said makes total sense to me. I mean, you know, there's some when it's a good reason, but I don't know. Living forever, not a good reason. Curing Alzheimer's, great reason. Yeah, it's um, one of the. It's the most noble reason, probably, of any of these kind of movies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm going. I mean, because for some reason, I'm, 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 I'm. I keep coming to like mad scientists. And that's a different kind of. Yeah, Frankenstein. You're talking about Frankenstein. But yeah, human yeah. Ce- human centipede. Yeah, that. I mean, those are guys that are like in purposefully trying to like the, the closest the closest movie that this probably in terms of movies I've seen the closest one is probably Splice. Yeah, yeah. That's, so they take DNA, they mess with something on purpose. It becomes too much for them to handle, and if it gets out, it could wreak havoc. But it's only one thing. Yeah, I mean, probably the closest one. I, you know, I, I'm trying to save it for next week, but there also is the man's best friend scientist who genetically engineered this dog. And I mean, just stop, just stop fucking with things. Just leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, Mitch, that's how dogs even exist is because they were artificially bred. Well, they so. they were wolves first. Now, yes, the different breeds, but you know, dogs existed in the wild before. You know, they became like tiny miniature toy things. What about here? Let me throw out some for you real quick. Just uh, you give me a sense of just say better or worse than the <laughs> scientists in uh, this movie. Uh, let's talk about the scientists from Resident Evil. That's that's worse than this. Yeah, worse. Resident Evil. The world had a lot more impact. <laughs> well, yeah, but they, but it's just that they're the same thing. They were trying to come up with some cure for disease and then they, someone smashed a vial and it got out okay uh, yeah, yeah but in, in their corporation <laughs> though they were trying to like hide it whereas at least the boss in this movie took one for the team okay so okay. i'll okay. still give it the bonus yeah sure what about uh uh what 28 days later that wasn't the scientist's fault was it, was it the, well but scientists were broke the thing out well scientists were experimenting fault. with monkeys so and then they broke out the monkeys and then that's what had the virus 
So maybe a scientist had been infecting monkeys with the rage virus. Maybe if people hadn't been setting random monkeys free. Nate, you seem to be very a, a science, like, you know, apologist here. Uh <laughs> I, I am pro animal testing. I know some people are not. I am Jesus. pro animal testing. So well, that that's maybe that where that comes from. PETA, you can find Nate at Nate TPN. <laughs> <laughs> Do not send that to uh, our normal Gmail, which is Texas Podcast Massacre at gmail.com. You let us know where you think Jesus. this group of scientists ranks. Uh, you know, <laughs> someone's going to pick human centipede. That's going to be a five-star Apple Podcast review for Human Centipede coming <laughs> no up. No one's doing that. It. But do do leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, once we get done with Man versus Animal Month, we will be back to doing requests and other things that we have sort of planned. Uh, we you know we may have more theme months. Who knows? Um, no, we do. No, we, I, I got them. I got them lined up. Get ready. I, I, look, it, I, I got to do enough to just keep. It, it's sort of it's sort of like um, Cabin in the Woods. I, I just. I got to do enough to appease Nate so he doesn't just like just wreak havoc all over this podcast. So the earth doesn't explode. (laughs) That's right. So I got to give him a couple months and then, you know, he's he's appeased and then we go. But uh, that said, uh, yeah, let us know at TX Pod Massacre, Texas Podcast Massacre, everywhere else. Let's get in to this week's movie of the week. Deep Blue Sea. Tell me, Mr. Franklin, have you ever known anyone with Alzheimer's? No. What if you could end all that suffering with a single pill? Give me till Monday morning, 48 hours. I'll give you results that'll skyrocket your stock price. In the most advanced research facility in the world. Wow. Beneath its glassy surface, a world of gliding monsters. A team of specialists is working against the clock. Did someone order the fish? On an experiment to benefit mankind. Sharks never show any loss of brain activity as they age. We're this close to the reactivation of human brain cells. But before they can save millions of lives... Tell me I didn't see that. They recognize that gun. It's impossible. Sharks do not swim backwards. They can't. They'll have to find a way to save their own. hell did you do to those sharks? Did you feel something? Jim and I use gene therapies to increase their brain mass. What is that? As a side effect, the sharks got smarter. Somebody, please, tell me what that is. I mean, Nate, 
how excited were you when this won the the listener poll? I was very excited. Now, was this the one you were hoping for of yeah. the, of the four options that we gave everyone? Absolutely was. <laughs> Anaconda, I didn't want none. Uh, <sighs> and thank you. And uh, yeah, this was good. I mean, Lake Placid was a solid second for me. Um, arachnophobia is creepy as shit. It is. So that but I, I kind of want to save that for Lisa because she is deathly afraid of spiders. Although I know she's never going to watch that movie. Yeah, that <laughs> so seems it's kind like of, a, absolutely no. I don't know. I may, I may trick her into it one day. Um, uh, now, Nate, would you say that your hat is like a shark's fin? Yes, it's so sad. I bought, I bought that, I bought that song so many years ago. It's so, it's still on my computer. It's so sad. Um, I'm I'm really sad we're not doing this for our annual Halloween episode that we've been doing with uh, Why I Hate This Album because, man, I would love to hear their take on this LL Cool J jam. I mean, did you look at the lyrics for this thing? I did. I, I have some well, first, highlights. First, Taylor, uh, were you aware that this song existed prior to this movie start to watching this movie? No, I was <laughs> brutally shocked by it at the end. At the end of the film, you didn't know. You didn't know the hat. My hat is like a shark spin dance. There's a dance. No, I had. I had no. To be completely honest, I had zero awareness of this movie. Period. Before you guys asked me to be on this show, and I had not seen. I had not heard that song. Nate, how but many? I will say it did make me stick around through the credits. So wow. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I have to hear more of this. <laughs> you know, normally, like, normally the person who does the the, the person who does the song is kind of like the headliner of the movie. You know, you got we got Will Smith, and then Will Smith does. You got Beyonce in a movie. Beyonce will do the the music. Same thing with like Justin Timberlake. LL Cool J is like the seventh actor in this movie, and yet they still got him for yeah, one. He's he was both the most unnecessary and most necessary character in this film. So. I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked that they let him do the song at the end. <laughs> I liked his arc. <laughs> if you can call it an arc. <laughs> now, Nate, we, we currently are sitting like, we don't do a whole, we we're trying to be better about social media right now. Twitter, we're about 320, 330 followers or so. Um, decent, respectable. Uh, I, <laughs> would you, would you be willing if we got to a thousand followers, would you be willing to film yourself doing the hat is like a shark's fin dance for, for the people of the internet? I absolutely would. What do you mean? Of you, course. you got it. If we can get to a thousand followers, uh, Nate will do, we'll do this dance and we will put, I it up did the dance today just on my own. So Nate, you gotta make it, you gotta make it sound like you're not just like willing to do this. Otherwise, well, no, but I would just going to do it. I mean, <laughs> would I be willing to send it out to people? No, not nearly as much. So that that's that's the difference. Yeah. If, we, the, if we if we if we get to a thousand, um, then absolutely. If we get to a thousand followers, I'm gonna make it. Here's our stretch goal. If we get to a thousand dollars, we get to a thousand followers before the end of August. You and I will do it together, TikTok style. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, th that's, there's a time that. limit on that one. You got to, you know, <laughs> A, because TikTok's about to be banned. But uh, <laughs> uh, let's get into this movie. Nate, what can you tell us about Deep Blue Sea? Deep Blue Sea, you can tell by the trailer, came out July 28th, 1999. So still the old style trailers. 
Uh, this movie is 100% R. So many shark-related murders. 105 minutes breezes by. It didn't feel super long. Uh, it's a 5.9 on IMDb. The budget was between. It says between 60 and 82 million. Just that's kind of a huge gap, and it made 165 in the box office. It also spawned the sequel, Deep Blue Sea 2, which came out directly to MP4 in 2018. And there's a third film, Deep Blue Sea 3, supposedly at at that's going to be released this year on Netflix. So <laughs> you got some sequels. Sequel, the sequel, second sequel, or the Deep Blue Sea 2, the sequel, not well reviewed. Let me just put it that way. Uh, not well reviewed at all. Shocker. Um, yeah, shocker. <laughs> Taglines for this, there's a couple decent ones. The bigger, smarter, faster, meaner, which I'm pretty sure Kanye West and Daft Punk both <laughs> were happy to steal that in the future. Um, and then the the other one that was good is welcome to the endangered species list. That's a pretty, it's a pretty good tagline. Yeah. Not terrible. Um, the director of this film is Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan uh, has been the director of a variety of movies, including nightmare on Elm street Four: the dream master. Do you remember that one, Mitch? Uh, yes, of course. I remember that one. You remember that one. Okay. Yeah, of course. Fantastic. It's, Oh, that's a word to describe it. I think it was okay if I if I remember. It hey, look, three is the best. Four was pretty good. I, you know, it's I, it's probably in the middle of the pack somewhere, upper middle. But yeah, he had, he had a couple small movies: Die Hard two and Cliffhanger. After that, yeah. which are huge movies, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight uh, was his film before this. Huge movies, Deep Blue Sea. Remember? Do you remember? That movie Driven, where Sylvester Stallone was a race car driver? No. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's all you really need to know is no. that he's a race car driver in that one. He hits a he hits a, a like a coin on the racetrack with his back tire. I remember that. I I saw the movie. I remember three seconds of it. Um, <laughs> he did Exorcist, the beginning, the two thousand four movie. Uh, he got Stellan Skarsgård back for that one after he brutally murdered him in this film. Uh, he also did... Then things went a little downhill after that. Um, he did some Burn Notice, White Collar, and Covert Affairs episode. So he got into a USA TV show phase, which is, I would say, somewhat of a, a slide down from Die Hard 2 and Cliffhanger. But, you know, that's just me. Um, he did the Mind Hunters movie in 2004 not to be confused with with the netflix show um and he now has been doing really weird movies like the legend of the ancient sword luo kakukos 3 is coming out whatever that means in 2021 and he's (laughs) i can't even pronounce it it's like a Greek person threw up and put a three at the end. That's the name of this film. Uh, and then his his latest film, that, or the next one's going to come out from him, is uh, uh, it's a movie called The Misfits featuring Pierce Brosnan uh, with uh, uh, an unconventional thieving ring stealing gold. So 
He's going back to some of those roots. Hopefully it works out. This guy's all over the map, but some great, great films, I would say, including, well, I don't know about great, but good films, <laughs> including this one. Um, is the main actor Tom Jane in this? I think so, right? Is he the main person? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Tom Jane, superhero in this film. Uh, he's He came from Louisiana, Mitch, so I know you had to have been all down for that. There was some Louisiana homespun wisdom coming out of this dude. Oh, yeah. Place. Well, there were Louisiana plates coming out of the shark. So, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That was an airboat plate. That wasn't even a car plate. Like, they were, oh. <laughs> that was it. Uh, it left Louisiana because they were trying, probably trying to fucking eat it. So, this yeah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Tom, so, Tom Jane uh, has been in a lot of things. Uh, he was in Crow City of Angels. That's, that's uh, definitely horror esque. Uh, he was in this film, The Thin Red Line. He was in Dreamcatcher. That was a Stephen King joint. Uh, he was the Punisher, obviously. Uh, another Stephen King uh, story, The Mist, which is one of my favorite uh, horror films. He was in that. I always remember him as one of the uncredited vegan police in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, uh, where they kill the guy uh, for... Oh shit, it was. You're right. And he, and he high fives the other guy as they run out. Um, that's one of my favorite things <laughs> of him. Um, and he's in he's in all kinds of stuff. Uh my one of my favorite TV shows of recent years, The Expanse. Highly recommend that. He's very good in that. And he's got five announced or post-production films happening. So he's still very much in the game. Um, someone who's not in the game as much is Saffron Burroughs. Saffron Burroughs plays um, the boss, uh, Su- Dr. Susan McAllister. Um, she, the last thing that she was in that I knew is probably Mozart in the Jungle, the Amazon Prime TV show that mm-hmm. I don't think anyone else saw but me. So that was good. And she's in the Netflix series You. With the guy who was from Gossip Girl, so I don't know if have you guys seen She's you? In that? Yeah, I'm who trying to remember who is she in in you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, it's it's down it's down low in the full cast. She's <laughs> yeah. It's it's sense. low. She's like older than or than pretty much most of the people who were in primary. She in was in show. four episodes of wow. that show. So there there you go. Was he? Um, oh, maybe she was his mom. I don't know. In the second season, was it season two? She played Dottie Quinn, whoever that is. Nope, no clue. No idea. <laughs> no <laughs> idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. I had to look that. One. I obviously didn't remember that from scratch. Uh, Samuel Jackson, two, though, yeah. Samuel Jackson uh, is in this also. Uh, horror movies. I mean, he's been in every single movie, so I got to pick out just the horror ones. Um, he was in, and he's in so many movies, but he's been in definitely Snakes on a Plane, uh, Kong Skull Island, I would probably call a horror film, uh, semi horror. Uh, I'm laughing because someone, uh, one of, I can't remember who says someone, uh, I was talking to someone, um, one of my old college friends, I think, 
and I told him we were doing Man versus Animals. I said we we're going to do Samuel Jackson movies. He goes, "Oh yeah, you're going to do Black Snake Moan." I was like, "That is not a Man versus Animals no. film." <laughs> that is that's when we, no. <laughs> that's when we asked Christina Ricci on or on a leash. Yeah, on like a chain link leash, like a dog for a while. Yeah, not great. Different snake movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's yes. been in a number of snake. I can see how you might get confused. He's been in a number yeah. of snake films. Uh, that but, was the same year as Snakes on a Plane, if I remember correctly. That could have been the it same. It was nearby. Year. It could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It was very close. I remember. The, I remember the movie poster on that was like, "Woo! All right, yeah. you know what you're getting into from the jump on that one." Um, <laughs> he's been in every movie, uh, and of course, he was in Unbreakable, and he played Shaft in 2000, and all the way uh, in. 2019 he played john shaft in his unforgettable role as shaft um and he's been in every other movie ever we gotta highlight ll cool j ll cool j in the late 90s like this is before he was in eight thousand seasons of ncs los angeles <laughs> so he wasn't acting all over the place but in uh in a two-year span 1998 he got halloween h2o and then he got deep blue sea and and any given Sunday, so I mean, like if you get that in a couple of years, pretty solid. Uh, since then, he'd been in SWAT. Um, he was in that uh, same Mind Hunters movie, so he stayed with the same dude. He's like, I like that dude, uh, so I kept working with him. I, people seem to like this guy. There's a lot of people in the same ones. He played. I don't know if you remember in Thirty Rock, he played uh, like the Suge Knight character, Ridiculous. I don't know if you remember that, Mitch. I've been, I've been rewatching 30 Rock. I haven't, I haven't gotten to ridiculousness. So that's okay. Yeah. He's, he's ridiculous. Uh, and then, yeah, like I said, he's been, he doesn't really have to be in a whole lot of movies because he's in every single season of NCIS and I'm pretty Los Angeles. And I'm pretty sure he gets paid a jillion dollars. So there's that. Um, some of the interesting things about this film that are nothing to do with the film, but just about sharks in general. I will, let me give you some facts about sharks. Uh, sharks have existed 100 million years longer than trees. So sharks are 450 million years old. Trees are only 350 million years old. The thing about that, sharks older than trees. They survived four of the five mass, extin mass extinction events on Earth. And the oldest, uh, the oldest vertebrate ever is indeed a 500-year-old shark <laughs> that was five meters long. Can you imagine this? Everyone's speechless. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot to process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually am blown away by the fact that sharks are older than trees. Yeah, I. That I, seems I, impossible, but. Science says it's possible. So that's really crazy. Yeah, man. Sharks. No joke. That's why I said birds are the sharks of the air. Because like the sharks were already like laying it down. No problem before birds even came into the into the picture. <laughs> so yeah, Mitch, thoughts? What do you think? 500 year old sharks? Terrifying? Yes. I, you I think know, most most okay. only lived like 60, 70 years. Like it's like a top out is what they thought. 
But now they're like, ooh, some can be a lot older. Apparently, certain sharks off Greenland have like, they just don't age. That's kind of what they were saying in this movie. There are certain kinds of sharks that have, that like, they couldn't even tell how old they were, but there's like these deposits in their eyes that build up like tree circles. That's how they figure out how old they are. But like, they don't age. Now, are either of y'all overly scared of sharks? Like typically, or or I mean, no, I don't really go in the ocean for that explicit purpose. No, but you that are I, afraid I of sharks. Work. No, no, I mean, yeah, I, well. I don't like going in the ocean just generally because, like, the ocean's like the like tides, uh, all the animals in the ocean. I'm a freshwater person. Lakes, rivers, all all about it. No, but so they, like Taylor, that Taylor's water. right. Yeah, by, I've seen some definition. gators in my life, and I'm way more afraid of freshwater gators than going in an ocean and being eaten by a shark because it just doesn't i've never oh, no, seen I'm, a shark not, outside a museum i'm not worried about sharks per se i'm just saying i don't i, I stick more to the fresh water so I it's see. just it just happened it's just icing <laughs> on the cake that i know no sharks will come after me so the same fresh waters that are used to to make oberon the beer of the summer <laughs> exactly your now, <laughs> now you might be saying oh well aren't piranhas uh, in freshwater, <laughs> like our last movie, Piranha 3D. Well, they're only in South America. So as long uh, as you're not in South America. In a chasm underneath your lake. Well, Nate, I'm not going you, to Lake Havasu in Arizona. Did you not soon. learn anything from Piranha 3D? You learned I, nothing, sir. It was, an, it was Lake Havasu in Arizona. I'm totally fine. But yeah, so... So that's just you're the saying side Lake, uh, Lake Conroe here in Texas does not have Piranha <laughs> hidden underneath <laughs> the depths. I don't know. Uh, that's these are great. <laughs> I don't actually go there. So, <laughs> um, so fair, if there was terrible man-eating fish somewhere in the U.S., it'd have to be in the South. It's not going to be up north. There's no way you know those I, fish could handle it. So up fun. north lakes are the best. Yeah, I I asked because you know, look, Discovery Channel has done, I mean, admirable work trying to help people realize, hey. Sharks are fine. They de- they dedicate a week every year. Yeah, sharks are great. To just yeah. saying sharks are great. I it doesn't it look. You're just never going to convince some people. My mother in law will not let little Damien like really does not like little Damien watching uh baby shark because she thinks that it um <laughs> that it it like what because it, it she says it teaches sharks. it teaches kids like sharks are okay <laughs> to hang out with and that's no, but don't, not, wait, don't, don't they run away from the sharks. The things run away from the sharks in that video. I look, they just, but they look friendly and everyone's having a good time. And she's like, no, that's, okay. that's no, I, I don't know. She <laughs> Most be, sharks are harmless. So to be fair, look, uh, what I, what I'm getting at is I think my mother-in-law is kind of fo- following into what we used to do, Nate, or what we used to kind of preach is that you got to watch horror movies to, to learn life lessons. And she I, clearly wants, you know, Damien to watch Jaws. The do- <laughs> hey, Damien, I watched the documentary Deep Blue Sea. And what I came away from that is that we need to, Never go near sharks. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So speaking of sharks, one last thing I wanted to mention. I have a lot of trivia we'll talk about throughout the thing, but um, they made a bunch of uh, independently swimming remote controlled machines of these sharks. Some of them had a thousand horsepower and weighed over 8,000 pounds. Um, They made four and a half of them. Three fifty. Yes, for this film, three 15 foot Makos uh, and one of the, the second generation sharks or one and a half, I guess, um, which was 26 feet long. 
Why was it 26 feet long? Because the shark in Jaws was 25 feet long. So they went 26 instead. But yeah, they had some real freaking sharks. Uh, I believe the shark that was uh, in the lab when they were stabbing it was a animatronic shark. Like a, that was the full body. So they, you can see where some of that 60 to $80 million went. Uh, They spent eight months making sharks. I, I mean, I'm no expert, but I thought it looked pretty good. I was like, it looked great with it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's dated for sure, but it still doesn't look bad. Well, the animatronics, I think look good. The animatronics are great. It's a CGI. CGI. That that Uh, part. (laughs) No, yeah, they should have stuck with the animatronics. Um, all right, let's let's get into this. So, Taylor, I was we were talking before the episode. I was shocked when you said you had not seen this movie, um, and shocked in a good way because I knew like I, this is an experience, and it's so rare uh, to to have one of these movies that I feel like you know. I mean, the Sam Jackson in this movie is I feel like a pretty big cultural thing <laughs> has become a big sort of thing. So I was I want I wanted you to be able to have a fresh. I wish I could have seen you watch this movie, honestly. Uh, Taylor, overall, what did you think of Deep Blue Sea? Overall, I was, I will say I had a very low bar because I just, I often suspect you guys invite me for the most terrible films you can No! (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) No, I've been on for some good ones too, but I... I well, Birdemic. Sure. Okay, I do, that's fair. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like, I don't know, if it was going to be my cup of tea. But I really loved this. Like, I, I guess love is a strong word. It's not a movie I would defend to the death, but I greatly enjoyed the experience of watching this movie. I don't know if I would watch it again necessarily, but for, I don't know, it definitely exceeded my expectations. I felt emotions throughout, whether it be like, outrage at the character's stupidity or I laughed a lot. It was very funny. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. And I had a lot, a lot more thoughts on it than I expected to. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch it. I was very glad y'all asked me to join for this one after having seen it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I mean, I, I, you, I got worried. You mentioned you were looking at something. I'm like, I'm going stop that. <laughs> Didn't want you to see. Didn't want you to see the uh, the of course the most famous scene in this movie before. I, you know you don't want that ruined for you. It's uh, one of the more. It's one of the most memorable scenes in film history. I, I agree. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm exaggerating there. I mean, we it opened up this episode surprising. with that, with the Chappelle show. I mean, kind of line, but I mean, yeah, it's yes for for a guy like Sam Jackson who has a. I mean, a lifetime of iconic, you know, movie scenes and all that. This one somehow is up at the top, I would I would say. Right. It was truly shocking. It was like, I don't know. I think in general today I liked about this film was the top build actors were not safe because they were the top build actors. Um, and so. I, I mean, I would say Scars Garden Seed was equal. I mean, I don't know. It was a little more predictable, but it was equally like <laughs> pretty, there were some elements there that were pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the Sam Jackson scene was like, I legit like sat up at the edge of the seat, like pure shock. Like it was just 
so unexpected. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. There's nothing. Else. I mean, it's it's so good. So let's uh, okay. So let's talk about the 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 concept of of this. Really, really, at least what leads everyone here, right? So there's research being done uh, on Alzheimer's, uh, trying to um, yeah, basically find a cure for it. Uh, and of course, because one of the sharks gets out, um, they're basically going to shut shut it down. Yeah. Talk to uh, what do you, talk to me about the your overall view of just this whole facility the the um, the whole operation. Come up, well, what come was up with a better about? name. Come up with a better name. Aquatica. Come on, <laughs> you're already starting from a deficit. Nate, what are you what are you going with? Okay, you, you're 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 a new investor. You're taking over. What are you uh, what are you calling this? I mean, deepest bluest would be perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's in the song title. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, oh man, I don't know. Okay. Just call it Finn, like the end. Oh. You're all going to die. Oh, it could mm. be that. Oh man. I don't know. Okay. Not Aquatica. Not Aquatica. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. the guy who can't come up with a better name. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's always it's always uh, easy to crap on other names until you can come up with your own, right? Well, okay. That, that's, that's fair. Now, what I, I mean. <laughs> that's fair. I love this movie as sort of a, a, a point in time because they're using zip drives. Uh, and it just, I was, I was so happy to see that. Do you, do you, I mean, do you remember zip drives? Like there's no way they had all the, like th- those zip drives could store the drawings and everything they were pulling up on there. Uh, but it may, it took me back. It took me back. Yeah. I, I mean, the oh. technology they had here was, I mean, for 1999 was pretty amazing. I mean, all these screens and man, it was, it was, it was awesome. If they're running, I know at the time, right. I I mean, hopefully they they were still running windows 98, not uh, ME. Right. I mean, yeah, ideally. Yeah. That'd be a problem. Um, Overall. What, I mean, what, 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 anything else that kind of stood up about this crew? Like um, I like that, that I thought it was a ballsy move. I mean, I graded it. It's desperation play, but ballsy move that she's like, Hey, we're getting shuttered, shut down, but I'm going to go ahead and still, let the staff all leave for the weekend and not just be like, Hey, everyone needs to be, be here working. Or we're all fired. <laughs> She's like, no, we'll just do the skeleton crew. will be fine. We'll make some. Maybe that was just well, they, me. They ended up skeletons. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, the, the surprise birthday party was pretty good. Surprise birthday party was in my opinion alarming because obviously knowing it's a horror film i was like they're gonna need those flares why are they shooting them in the sky at this birthday Ooh, party? good point oh, good yeah. point <laughs> yeah that's that's actually was, not great i was shocked that anyone on like at like a facility like this would just fire off flares willy-nilly i was like oh i don't know about that the rest of it yeah it was fine like, I'm about to be she unemployed. Didn't spend much time celebrating her birthday, but I guess it was cool they had a party. <laughs> well, they spent two hundred million dollars on this facility and included. Can I just talk about the facility's flaws? Of course. For a second. Hey, you know what we should put in an underwater facility? A huge glass window. Let's let's do that real quick. That that, that can sense. never come. That can never come back to haunt us with with, with huge twenty some foot <laughs> sharks 
no problems. What do you need? What do you need the glass for? If Aesthetics. you have like a million cameras, you have a million Aesthetics, cameras. <laughs> I hated it. I hated. I hated that they had a huge glass thing. Now, did I love what happened with it? Absolutely, but it was absolutely terrible structural design. How about uh, the fences? What are your thoughts on the fences? <laughs> <laughs> the the fence. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this fencing. Um, I don't understand why they couldn't do this like in a sea world. Like, <laughs> right. Why does this have to be in the actual ocean? I have no idea. No. I don't understand why that made any yeah, sense. Yeah, like out on a rig. Yeah. Just buy like a sea world. I just I love understand that. why they like. I, they're like obviously genetically modifying these sharks to make them more massive than they already were because they talked about they were like these they need more brains insanely big sharks they need more, they brain. need more brains I like that you and say they, they were, were like yeah this little chain link fence here but should hold them in fine if they if the water ever swells and they can get up there like, no no when they're when they're trying to jump over the fence you just knock on the window get their attention <laughs> and then they stop doing this, what they're doing this, they quit that this fence line was this fence line was was engineered by like the the same people that made the New Orleans levees. I mean, it's like we've got it we've got it up to a point and then hopefully it just doesn't cross the top. Titanium underneath, but I guess we ran out for like the fence line above the water surface. Uh sharks this facility. Can't, sharks yeah, can't jump, right? That was just free willy. Uh right? I I don't know. Can we just call it Shark World? Shark World. <laughs> Welcome. To- Shark world. Oh, Christ. There needed to be a John Hammond type character in this movie, and there wasn't. <laughs> That's what we were missing in this film. I'll so say, my theory to is that Chris, Pat, Chris Pratt in Jurassic World is modeled after Tom Jane in this film. Oh, yes. Very much so. <laughs> very much so. Now, Tom Jane is, or in my notes, I put him Jane, Tom Jane, because he is really, <laughs> he's just rocking it. All, all facets. He definitely got jacked for this movie. Uh, he's got he's got the Louisiana charm. Aww. He's a convict. He's, he's, he's checking checking all of Mitch's boxes right here for sure. Um, <laughs> he's riding sharks. Okay, here's another thing. He what was this swim. weird like underwater flip shit he had going on? <laughs> he's, he's he's Matrix dodging sharks in the water in an in a true life quote unquote film. He's doing matrix dodges underwater against sharks who can, they can swim 25 to 30 times faster than humans. There's a Mako that can get up to 50 miles per hour. Cause it has like weird skin bristles that when it moves one direction, it goes up. And when it goes one direction, it goes flat with no friction. I learned so much about sharks. This is absolutely ridiculous. Um, so yeah, they can swim 25 times faster than us, which is about what they said in the movie. So more science correct here from this movie. Um, I don't know about the genetically modifying them so their brains get huge. Unable to, I was unable to check that against uh, current literature. <laughs> well, I, I, what did, I, love, I did look. What I love is is till you said they're obviously genetic, uh, doing genetic uh, manipulation. And I, I I wrote in my notes when they're like, "Oh, we don't do that because that's against the Harvard Accord." I'm like. Oh, is it all caps? Like, like we're. <laughs> I'm sure this won't come back up. Like, oh, oh, god. The thing is, I didn't even catch that line because I was just. But then when she, like, I liked how the reveal of that they're they are genetically modifying them is we broke the Harvard Accord. I was like, yeah, we broke wow. it. 
<laughs> yeah. Should, should this carry more weight when I say this? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wrote three separate lines. It must have been pretty sh- subtle. <laughs> I, I, just wrote, the, I am shocked. <laughs> the weight, the weight that it should have been was a, a genetically modified shark's brain, but it was only a normal shark's brain amount of weight. <laughs> now that I, landed. I, I like have that. a question for for you two. Uh, best on screen chemistry. Uh, doc, uh, the doctor Susan or whatever her name is, and Carter or Thomas Jane, right? Uh, yeah. so those two versus Thomas Jane and Scoggins okay. versus Preacher and the Parrot. Oh my god, no, well, Tom when you Jane. asked the question, I immediately thought Tom Jane and Scoggins, but mm. now I'm Tom not Jane sure and about the parrot. They're like they're <laughs> dancing underwater, apparently. Like, he's not even worried about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I well, the, the parrot. That? Like, does the bird die? I mean, uh, a lot of bird deaths in the movies that Taylor has done uh, for this podcast, uh, and this is one of them. That was very sad. A very <laughs> sad moment. I, I would say, though, the fact he was not that broken up about the loss. Of the, to be fair, he didn't have time to be that broken about the loss of the parrot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think Tom Jane and Scoggins. But I, it's also interesting that you didn't include Skarsgård and the person who was literally playing his wife because that was obviously so forced into the plot that there was zero chemistry. Like, there was zero chance that was winning. So I didn't even bother. Like I no one didn't even mention the actual real, like proven relationship. In the yeah. Oh. She even had like the worst death. Her death wasn't even good. She just got like kind of thrown up a little bit, like into she the, really got the worst into that deal out of all yeah. of them. She had to watch yeah. her husband die. And then you're right. She got the lamest death. I was, I was literally like this poor woman. Like, <laughs> look at least, at least if my if 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 the person I care about so much is gonna die, at least let me die in an equally terrible fashion. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> you just get you get the most bland. Well, not even that. Her husband's lied to her about breaking the Harvard Accord or what conjure whatever it does. Uh, you know, I mean, it's you know she's having a lot to deal with, and then yeah, she gets like brought up in the shark's mouth. Ugh. God, poor. I don't know. Okay, so I mean, mayhem ensues. I mean, they they of course the research pans out. So I mean, you know, I, there's I mean, silver lining, right? Like, I don't know. Why aren't they backing up this data like somewhere? Was that an old person joke? Silver lining? Was that old, was that Alzheimer's joke? Was that? <laughs> I wasn't intended to be, but if if, if it works, sure, I'll take credit. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they should be backing up this data better than they were. Um, I mean, I mean you're underwater. Certainly, locker <laughs> maybe wasn't a good backup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Put a satellite dish or something. You know, there there is ways to do telecommunication, send data across. Uh, you're underwater. Maybe you know you've got to at least have some sort of contingency of hey, what if the shit gets wet? Um, no. <laughs> now, now, now with our impenetrable glass window down below how how can that possibly happen yeah that was that was a mistake yeah and first of all how can the sharks not get through the the chain link fence they can get through like i don't know fort knox door how did how did that happen <laughs> damn it, damn it, Nate, it. i was saving that 
Yeah, it's like a chain link fence. You could like, yeah, I, I could yeah. probably like pull some of the things open well, yeah. a little bit. How many tons were they saying they could they could use this for? Twenty tons like, or they something. Couldn't, yeah, your Jeep can run through it barely going twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the shark who just like took out an elevator shaft <laughs> somehow. Yeah, yeah, it's having a hard time with it. Yeah, that. Say they're. I, I feel like though they said the sharks were like hurting them, right? Like they knew. Which, whether you believe that or not, whatever. But like, weren't they trying to like get the people on the run so they wouldn't realize they were trying to get out? Like, I feel like that was the very, but here's, very like skeptical logic they threw out there of they're hurting us wait, or something like that. Uh, look, Passing. I know we're jumping around so much, but it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> they're in, they're are they're in the water already. Where are they hurting them to the top? They could have just swam to the top and hit the fence and gone out anyway. What did hurting the people yeah, do for them? them? Well, I guess Tom Jane maybe could have stopped them, but that's about it. <laughs> they could have just yeah. left long ago. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. There's a okay. Now that I'm thinking about, there might, could be some holes in Deep Blue Sea. Well, I don't they, understand how the initial one got out, the one in the first scene. No, maybe well, there were repercussions. Got smart. got smart. Yeah, yeah but remember. maybe like the people also like changed their ways, and the like, sharks were like, "Can't get out the same way again. We gotta." do something more elaborate uh, this time. Like the velociraptors with the, with the electric fence, you know, they never hit the same. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Remember, uh, because their brains got bigger, uh, a side effect of that was that they got smarter and that's science. Um, yeah. Brain grows, smarts grow, I think is, is the math equation like greater. I, I don't know. It, that was such a terrible line. And I, I know so it, that, that actually kind of is defending this movie with science. They had to get someone with true. a British accent to say it to try to make it sound well, better. Obviously, if, yeah. Matt, just pick someone else, anyone else. Pick Nick Cage saying that line. Yeah, but I mean, does it say in the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> I mean, I that's the brains got bigger, I'll and as a side effect, they got smarter. <laughs> 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 hey, he he's in a lot of straight to video movies now. Is Deep Blue Sea three one of them? I need to look those uh, up. I did not look up any of the actors because I assume they'd be terrible. But maybe Nick Cage. These sharks is too damn there. smart. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christ! I mean, I, you know, you can't do you can't do that that line with an American accent and sound like you're making be a legitimate scientist. Somehow they had to make sure the uh, the English accent came out uh, for that one. So. Uh, it's so bad. Now, who do y'all think? So we talk, kind of talked a little bit about it. Who, death wise or, or, or shark fight scene. Who, who kind of had the raw, rawest end of the deal? So y'all, do y'all still think it's, uh, the wife? Uh, J- was it Jan? No, Jan. Yeah. Well, which, wait, what do you mean? Worst death, best death. What are we talk about? There's a lot. There's quite a few deaths. In most one. undeserved death. You know, well, I, like didn't, I didn't clarify. Let me, let me, let me step back. Uh, which one was the rough, like the, the most brutal death. Maybe that's the, most brutal was Skarsgård. Oh for man, sure. yeah. he he gets his, he gets rough. his arm bit off after they've just succeeded. <laughs> All right, they've just succeeded. His arm bit off. They're clearly the wrong kind of doctors, and they actually mentioned it. So I was like, "Wow, you guys are not doing a tourniquet until yeah. Sam Jackson comes in." Like the CEO of the company has to do a tourniquet, and there's all these doctors around. Not great. He finally does it. They get him out. They call the helicopter. Um, I would have all gotten the helicopter personally, but whatever. Uh, then he's almost out. And then the shark is like petty as fuck. 
and is like, nah, you don't get to get out. Takes him, grabs everything down. Everything explodes on fire helicopter. Takes him underwater, still in the gurney, and just dunks him into <laughs> this poorly con- poorly conceived window in the underwater facility, cracking it, and then therefore making them all flee. And just, you see him, and it's just so brutal. He's still alive somehow, after losing all that blood. Mask, but I was confused about... I- how would the tank have, I, mean, I guess it could have survived down with him, but that was, yeah, that was so a s- bit on, on the edge of that was brutal. That was brutal. The amount of yeah. force it would have Jackson. taken for Sam them. Jackson's was amazing, but save that for a second. The, the, I mean, that football pass from the shark of, of scars guard. I mean, I mean, it just, he was slicing through the water, like, like, like hot knife through butter, no yeah. resistance. No, physics, physics would tell you that's impossible. But oh, he was, and did you did you see the crawl alley oop too? <laughs> the, the sharks did the, yeah. the the tag team alley oop when it was when uh, and then broke apart the body and then ate it. It was very reminiscent of the crawl alley oop with the with the mm. gators, uh, which I which I enjoyed. So I didn't make that connection, but yeah. Makes sense. When they're working I together. When they're yeah. working together, it's pretty rough. That's what <sighs> yeah. I meant about the wife, though. She had to like not only watch him get dunked, which would have been horrifying. Like his arm bitten off, loaded on the helicopter. Disaster strikes. He's dunked, and then and then she gets to see him thrown against the glass before everything just goes to hell. Like <laughs> it's like. She really had the worst deal of any of them. And then the doc, the main doctor, when she was like, he was my best friend to the wife. I was like, girl, like you can't <laughs> one up on this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's true. Oh God, that's yeah. There, and there are so many characters in this film. Michael Rappaport is his, you know, just funny self. Generally LL Cool J is throwing out a cook die in his own oven. I don't think so jumping out over sharks after his parrot dies, having old man argument conversations with his parrot, like a married couple. Uh, you know, there's Samuel Jackson's got a powerful, uh, you know, until he dies, he's got a powerful uh, personality. Tom Jane, Saffron Burroughs, she's got her own deal. This lady gets nothing. She gets no, no. consideration no. in terms of any sort of personality or anything. So, yeah, she really gets yeah. the... Sure, now let me ask y'all before we get into the of course the the greatest scene ever um preacher you know has has an opportunity to sort of save his like last like his legacy his last will and testament sort of thing right and he decides hey let me tell you how to, let me tell y'all how to make an omelet now, this is a guy who is who's trained to be a, a chef and the perfect omelet is is what he wants to you know give a give to the world um I mean, what, what what do you think? Is an omelet really what you're kind of hoping he he's gonna he's gonna tell you about, or would you have picked a different? If it would have been a bird style? dish, I would have laughed so hard. Some oh, sort what, of bird. What if it was that one, dish. like the the French one, where they like eat the burn, like the like the bones and all? Yeah, yeah. that'd have been great. <laughs> I liked though that I will say I liked that his key to the perfect omelet 
bucked convention. Like I was like, I like that he's trying to stir up some controversy in the wake of his death. Like right. two eggs don't add milk. That's a mistake. Like I would, I don't know. I like that he was like kind of breaking the rules. <laughs> and like, saying, I'm going with my for the other people to deal with. You guys figure this out. I'm going with my hottest take. Yeah, as I go down. He's like, going with my most the perfect thing. omelet is my hottest food. Take. They don't like, want I, you to know. That was his logic for sure. Yeah. They don't want you to know this. They don't want you to know the truth. But I'm here to tell you, two eggs, not three. Um, all right, look, let's 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 get into really what makes this movie great. Sam Jackson. They've been hinting this whole time that he had he he had some horrible accident on some trip. Um, uh, you know, and they don't really talk about it much, which I thought funny when he when Sam Jackson decides to refer to his uh, pep talk, he goes, Yeah, we lost some people. You know, we, we told everyone it was a storm. And it wasn't. And it was like, I didn't know y'all lost people. Eh? They really haven't ex- set up what happened even enough to give you the ominous part first. Um, what did you think about this pep talk first off? I mean, we're, we, you know, I, I was getting motivated. It was, it was, uh, you know, speech from Independence Day. It was getting there. Oh, oh. Didn't get a chance to finish. Yeah. This, <laughs> but it, it was, was getting there. It, it would be like Independence Day, except the aliens blow up the base like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. That would be I mean, awesome. I mean, uh, uh, Taylor. Now, this is this is exactly why I wanted you to watch this movie when you said you hadn't seen it. Uh, give me, give me, uh, take me there. Take me to the initial reaction <laughs> of what I mean. What had to, what was going through your mind when you first saw it? Well, so first of all, if anyone else hasn't seen this film like me, did you heard the trailer at the start of this? They literally fit most of his lines into that trailer. I was amazed by that. Yeah. He basically spent the whole movie asking things like, what does a shark ringer do? And they recognize that gun. What did you do to these sharks? And then he's going to stand there and give them a pep talk to motivate them to swim out of this facility that he's been here for two hours. Like, I'm sorry. I was just like, I was like, Samuel L. Jackson, you are not right on this one. <laughs> I was like, this is not it. And like the guy told him, don't stand so close. And I was, I was kind of like, yeah, he probably shouldn't stand that close, but I wasn't thinking much of it because he went into his whole monologue. Um, I think the best line in that monologue though was when he, didn't he say uh, something that the ice got a taste for blood or something like yes. that? Yes. Oh my God. Like, yeah. I was like, you're talking to people about, Killer sharks. We've all seen the killer sharks, and you're going to try and make ice sound worse than the killer shark. That he tried to story top. He tried, he to, tried to story that. top that. <laughs> I was like, this one upper. When he died, I was like, this self righteous dude deserved this. <laughs> I was like, that's what you get for lecturing these people, mansplaining to these people. How to get out of their own facility? Like I so, was like, so no. Samuel Jackson actually hates that speech. He said that in an interview. I'm not surprised. But it was very entertaining. I will say, it, it definitely gets your attention as a viewer because you're like, where on earth is this going? Like, what could he possibly say here to rally their spirits? Like, this is pretty hopeless. And I was yeah. like, this is a weak attempt at it, but. <laughs> in my he says, opinion <laughs> but he says you think water moves fast you should see ice it it moves like it has a mind i'm like what is hap how what is happening right now 
And then he was trying about to an avalanche. And I was like, an avalanche doesn't move like it has a mind. It's just gravity. <laughs> just no. going down no, the no, mountain. No. Look, look, look. They genetically <laughs> modified the snow on that mountain. He's actually had this happen twice to him. He's like, look, it's not as bad. What if it was snow, but it moved like water? What if it's like Jack Frost? <laughs> what if it's Ooh. Jack Frost, Rich, and the Ooh. snow moves into a killer Ooh. snowman? Mm. Mm. And you don't have any blow dryers handy. <laughs> downside. Uh, uh, yeah, that was, he tried to story top what was happening to them. Well, look, the you got to give that people, look, you got to give people hope. Yeah. No one wants to think that this is the worst thing. They're, like, if there's something worse out there, you're trying to, yeah, I want the one time where I think, you know, one upping something was probably for good more so than, than anything else. Uh, it did work though, because he got eight uh, hard, uh, not only that, then he got like brought underwater and ripped in half by the other shark. I said it was like a Kit Kat. That was that was the way <laughs> I, I wrote it in my notes. Yeah, yeah it, it was. Well, yeah, it broke off a piece. Oh man, <laughs> I, I mean, gasped. I gasped when it grabbed him. That was like, I don't know, especially like right in the basically right in the middle of his monologue. Like you're not a, It's yeah. so unexpected. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, the like, ti- the timing's perfect. <laughs> It's an uh, hour into the film, so you still got 45 minutes left. Like, it's, it's, you would not expect it. It's just when things are starting to get like, oh no, and that he just gets gone. So, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's, I loved it. Well, and they hit with those sharks. Like, so something I pay attention. So the music in this movie is, is fucking garbage. Uh, the whole score is just bad. Um, but the one thing they at least did right is that when he gets like, when he gets got, uh, I mean, those sharp violins just come in and, and I mean, they hit hard, just like that shark. I mean, it is, is such that, a, is, is that, is that a type of violin, a shark violin? Ooh, maybe. Like, you're the music guy, Mitch. So I was just wondering if, maybe. if there, there needs a, to be, uh, from this movie afterwards. Oh my God. I mean, what a perfect scene. What an absolute per- that, perfect scene. Uh, you know, you yeah, yeah, you're buying into the fact that he's rallying everyone. You really, I, yeah. Even when you don't, even when you know it's coming, I, you're still just like, oh, oh it still kind of gets you. You're still like, oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's such a great scene. Yeah, and I watched it with I watched it with my wife who had also not seen it, and she, yeah, she just went jaw drop. I mean, yeah. when that happened, like I I was specifically watching it, like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I, so what you were saying, Mitch, I actually got to do. It was awesome. It, it was really. I cool. know. I'm I'm so jealous. I'm jealous about it. I'm jealous of you getting to, to relive that with someone, and I'm jealous that Taylor got to experience it for the first time. And it's been so long since I've seen it. I would love to forget and then rewatch it again. <laughs> Well, ironically, that would mean you would have Alzheimer's and then it would be really related yeah. to this film. You don't want that. I don't, don't want, want that. I don't want that. But um, yeah, no. So I, when this happens, I mean, the movie, I mean, it's like two different movies almost. Yeah, like, she got real yeah, after that. She got real. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So like, so we've talked about some of the deaths, you know, T's and P's Goggins, uh, T's and P's Parrots. Um Let's let's get to this ending. So they're brought up to the top. And we've we've talked. I think I think there's an important an important point before they get to the top is preach kind of saves their life a few times. Oh, sure. Way to the top. Yeah. And they've been separated the whole movie. And you're wondering, when are they going to meet up? And he like. Finds them and gets them out of that. what, What was it? The emergency ladder shaft whatever it was mm-hmm. 
and like helps them <laughs> get get further. Like, I don't know, because I felt like I kept wondering when is he gonna be necessary? Cause he was great comic relief, but like he actually immediately started proving himself useful when he met up with the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's the class, you know, and there's the classic preacher storyline of you know, like someone cl- really close to you has to die, right? Like that's kind of like a like a classic revenge thing. And what was that in this movie? A parrot. <laughs> <laughs> the like the parrot had to die for that character to grow. That's <laughs> that's what it had to sacrificed happen. itself for him. It did. Yeah, it really jumped amazing. out. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I like that the parrot went out the same way he lived his life, calling him a fat ass. The the whole <laughs> the dialogue from the parrot was so good. It was just so funny. No, mm. and unexpected. <laughs> He's a peace parrot. Uh, yeah, he he comes in clutch. Really, preacher comes in. I mean, L O Cool J worked this contract well. <laughs> I don't know if he knew the writer. I don't I know get, what I he get did. A song. He got the song. He got the best I lines. He's yeah. like saving the day the whole time. He gets he gets the like the last line of the movie. Well, yeah. he gets the second to last line of the movie, which is take me take me back to the ghetto. Yeah, and then Tom Jin says, "Amen." End of movie. What? (laughs) What was his prayer that he did? Oh, two sharks down, one demon fish to go. Can I get an amen? Was Uh, one of my favorite lines. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Cool J is full of, I mean, the like, look, this song, Nate, we didn't even get a chance to, this song is incredible. This Um, song is incredible. Okay, you want me to go through my favorite lines? Please. There is a, there's one of the lines or one of the things is, is is killer for centuries the gaudy of the deep that's right he's comparing the shark to famed mobster famed mobster john gaudy there's another one that says abandoned pirate ships eels and sod scum fish that glow in the dark the titanic's hub underwater storms your blood is so warm your life vest is off, and that turns me on. <laughs> I don't even know what it speaks for itself. Apparently, <laughs> I, I I enjoyed struggling to flow with hemorrhages in your throat, getting the lap dance <laughs> while I smash through your boat. Uh, yes, that line. <laughs> eat your oh whole fam. Nothing left but a right hand clinging to a rail. Escape attempts fail. I mean. <laughs> Uh God, this is. <laughs> Do you think they offered edits, or if they just read it and said, no, just his, go, contract, just "His contract, his yeah, contract." Like- <laughs> he wrote, he produced, he probably made the beat. Maybe I mean, he's, he got, I got, to, I get to do everything. It oh, was, and then, awesome. he, and then the very last line, yeah, DBS. <laughs> like he can't say deep sea again. He never no. says. D, he just says DBS. He never it's says like, deep blue sea in this song. It's the it's it's the TBS of movies. It's, it's so synonymous. <laughs> you can't you can't miss it. Oh God! It is it is a god awful fantastic song. Um, yeah, I mean this final scene. I mean again, they're trying to. I mean, they're. I, th- I guess they're just full at this point. They've eaten like five people. Uh, well, they're eating shark. I mean, the sharks only eat other. One of the shark. You know, they only eat other sharks. Yeah. Like 
is they're just killing them for sport at that point. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, they didn't kill, you know, uh, Skarsgård. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That, that was just for that was just for fun. Oh that man, what if Skarsgård's just still sitting there with an oxygen tank, just floating around? <laughs> <laughs> like they they still haven't like taken him out. <laughs> well, he's he doesn't have a limb, so that that doesn't help uh, things uh, for surviving uh, you know, a long time. But yeah, hopefully they. Yeah, if he came out for a sequel, I would love like a one. He was one armed in the sequel. <laughs> I would actually love that. Oh. Like fucking, he's occurred. like fucking Captain Hook. <laughs> like he's just, oh shit! Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, I thought LL Cool J was gonna eat it at the end there. Shark gets a hold of him, and then the doctor who has caused all of this decides she will sacrifice herself to kill the final shark. Uh, yeah. Thoughts? LL thoughts? Cool J's got some of the the best shooting of all time. Yeah, uh, he shoots That's the shark. Okay. Shark's like twenty six <laughs> feet. Shoots the shark and Tom Jane, who is shark riding again. Hold he's on, not, but why didn't like, Tom Jane shoot the shark? That was my biggest complaint with this whole movie. He, why have the first scene where he shoots the shark that's swimming towards someone in the water, and then he can't do it when Susan's in the water? He had to jump in to save her. He had to throw down the harpoon gun literally in his hands to jump in to save her. Why didn't he shoot it? Yeah, Why didn't he uh, shoot it? I was like, well, he was so useful. He was the most useful the whole way through. And then he, oh, just, yeah. he just lost it at the end. I was like, why even establish that he can shoot the shark with the harpoon? Only to have him throw down the harpoon gun. But I did love LL Cool J getting his moment of glory. So I will... You know, it was worth it for that. But I just was like, this woman's life was, her death was not needed because he literally had saved someone else from the exact same fate in the very first scene of the film. Why did she have to die? Because he he had to be like real hero and jump in and grab her out of the water and instead got a close-up view of her being eaten. Like, I just was like, why? Why did this have to happen? That was my, that's my whole rant for this movie. That was like... The, it just didn't make sense to me. Why wouldn't he try to shoot it? Like, he wasn't going to miss. We know he won't. We've seen that he can hit the shark. I don't know. I'm interested in your thoughts, but I was very, like, that bothered Look, me a lot. Shark rider's got a shark ride. Attempt it. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah, he's that he he rides sharks like he ride like you could ride a bronco in a rodeo. No. Like, he, he doesn't even... Oh, yeah, why wasn't even there a at this point? Yeah! Like right, you know. <laughs> he said it, but he's underwater, so oh. it didn't. Count so it was like, yeah. like that. Like, you know, just <laughs> yes, yeah. Except, he, except he's Tom motherfucking Jane, so it sounded real Damn. cool. Like it sounded real cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's like, he should be in the Matrix. Like, there's a Matrix Four coming out. Like, I think next year. Uh, Tom Jane should be in that just for his shark moves in this movie. Like, I don't, I don't get why he didn't get an audition. He's proven himself. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I got to tell you, this movie makes me question whether I truly understand how electricity and water works, because there's numerous times <laughs> where I feel like people should have been electrocuted and they weren't. And then, but then other times it like, worked, electrocute they, they electrocuted shark. a shark. And I'm like, I, I don't understand how any of the, Mitch, <laughs> you, you say that, but in our previous film, uh, Piranha 3d, uh, you know, Elizabeth shoe, the cop was shooting tasers into the water to kill piranhas. So, I mean, you know, 
Again, I, 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 loose. I, I, one way or the other, I do not understand how electricity and water work. Apparently, that's fair. Um, yeah. Why did she have to get off her wetsuit to pull out the electrical cable and and ship? Don't worry it, about it. Don't worry. About <laughs> it. To, get, to, have to get naked electricity, I didn't. Yeah. Would it have? I, I don't know because it's rubber, isn't it? It wouldn't have. Conducted. It should be rubber. Yeah, it, it had to get her. They had to get her in less clothes. I realize uh, that they're like all bi- all like so. biologists and, and all that. So, so maybe different. You know. You know. Maybe they didn't take those courses. But still, I feel like something's missing here. Like some basic understanding is missing out of these scientists. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get they didn't take the tourniquet <laughs> course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm okay shocked. with that. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. with that. That's fine. I'm not as okay <laughs> with them not knowing real basic stuff so. oh god all right well look we've <laughs> we could talk about this movie for three more hours because it's a masterpiece but very quickly let's get into our final cut final cut <laughs> uh if i may before we start um <clears throat> uh <laughs> the, oh shit uh yay though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death I shall fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Surely goodness and mercy shall flow, follow me all the days of my life, because I carry a big stick, and I'm the meanest motherfucker in the valley. Two sharks Psalm down, Lord. One demon fish to go. Can I get an amen? Yeah, that's Psalm 23, word for word. <laughs> that's exactly it. I like that they gave him an amen, though. Multiple amens. I was, you know, they, they didn't have to. Yeah, that was good. That was <laughs> man. I that was hell. Hell of a pep talk. It was better than Samuel L. Jackson's pep talk. Well, yeah, because well, he, he didn't get. get but he didn't get to finish. <laughs> he didn't get to finish. Yeah, he had the the, oh, the last man. line. What if Sam Jackson line? like had that written down and Preacher just found like the paper it floated up or something? He's like, oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> just uh, read, what like, if that was going to be the end of, of Sam it. Jackson's? Yeah. Oh man. Well, what if what if Samuel Jackson's end of his speech was the end of the Independence Day speech? We're going to we're going to survive. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna live on. This is our Independence Day. <laughs> then got it. Ooh. Think about that. Oh, mm, mm. uh, and, there you go. See. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. So Taylor, unsuspecting victim. This is the first first time you've seen this movie. Uh, what are you giving this as your uh, your final cut? Uh, I'd probably say six out of ten shark protein cells. Okay, I don't know. I, I, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. It was definitely better than your average B movie, yeah. which is kind of what I expected it to be is like a B movie. Um, or like creature film in general, I feel like it was, it was good. Like I enjoyed it. It was really a lot of fun to watch, but it wasn't like, like I said, I don't think I'd necessarily watch it again. Like I wouldn't, like if it was on TV and I happened to come across it, maybe I'd watch it, but I wouldn't like actively seek it out again, probably. Um, I'd recommend it to anyone else who hadn't seen it. I would definitely recommend they watch it. It was a lot of fun. So, so not not crawl level. Crawl, crawl is like superior as far as far as creature films from what I've seen. Like I, okay, Zombievers is the best. 
of the B movies, obviously, of, no, of the obviously. creature films, obviously, ten, that's, ten that's ten that's film defend that to the death. Crawl would be Crawl is a, a legitimately better movie than Zombievers if we're being objective, but Zombievers is a lot more fun. Crawl is really good. I really, really like Crawl. No, um, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Birdemic is the lowest on that list, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, Deep Blue Sea was very enjoyable. Like I, for yeah, I enjoyed just putting it on not knowing what was going to happen. It had some surprises. I laughed a lot. It was, I would say it was not predictable. Like I, I didn't expect really like there are a few things I predicted, but overall, like, you know, especially with like Sam Jackson death, like you're not expecting him to go. Like it's, it's got some really good twists in there, but it wasn't my favorite movie. Probably six, maybe a seven, but around there. Okay. Not bad. Okay. All right, uh, Nate. What do you think? What's your final cut? I'm also at a six. Um, look, that Samuel Jackson death is like five points by itself. It's yeah. So it's so good. It was great watching it with someone who had never seen it before too. So that bumps it up a tiny bit. Um, it, it's enjoyable. Tom Jane's uh, Tom Jane is a superhero, a shark riding superhero in this film. Should have got his own spinoff, in my personal opinion. That guy, that guy, that guy is awesome everywhere. Like, could he, could he detect the detective exam and be in New Orleans? Yes, give me that, <laughs> give me that movie, please. I would 100 percent watch that. Deepest Bluest is one of the greatest movie songs of all time, as far as I, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh my god, I just got surprised. I got surprise birthday party right there, <laughs> just like at this movie. That was the flair. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That movie, you know, look, you said the music is garbage, and I agree, until you get those credits going. And like Taylor oh, said, yeah. you watch the whole credit. What is this song, and why is it happening? Watch the video so you can see the hat is like a shark's fin dance. Highly recommend everyone check that out. Um, that's a called points by itself. So yeah, six. Is the plot great? Does it lag in the middle? You know, these you know, these are all things that are probably not super positives for it. Uh, you know, the, the ensemble cast actually works pretty well. Um, chemistry-wise, there's a lot of plot holes. Um, CGI did not age well. No. Uh, it didn't, you know, Starship Troopers came out a couple years before that and had some some of the better CGI aging-wise. This didn't really hit that, but the animatronics were good, so mm-hmm. it's got a lot of good things for it. I think a six is is solid. It, yeah, six, maybe a seven on a good day. It, it, it's it's good. It's enjoyable. If you know someone who hasn't seen it and doesn't know what happens, highly recommend showing this movie to them. That that's great. That's like half the half the fun right there. Uh, what about you, Mitch? Man, uh, first off, I mean, hold on. Oh, I love, oh man, I could. I'm gonna be jamming that. Are we gonna make a TPM remix of that? I would be 100% down for that, by the way. I don't know how we make that. I don't know how we improve on that, Nate. It's already, I mean, one more time. Like a shock fit. Oh. Boom! I, it's just so good. All right, look. Let me. Let me. Maybe you just throw. Maybe you just throw us in. Maybe the remix is just like a lot more us, and like you talk over it like in the beginning. Yeah, maybe. I. Oh, yeah, God, that could so be good. it. All right, so let's see. Here's uh, before I give mine. Here's here's what folks on IMDb had to say uh, of one oh who God. gave it one stars. Awful guff, 
That's a f- <laughs> okay. Uh, this, I don't take no guff. This so. film makes no sense. Uh, it's not really true. There are, are these are super sharks who seem to know everything down to how CCTV systems work. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's one of the more basic TV systems. In the film, yeah. in the film, they had the power to break down a sea door to enter the complex, but later on have trouble breaking an oven door. <laughs> Okay, well, that the oven door is less surface area. Less surface area. Come on, guys. It also doesn't open the same way. Uh, yeah. The other one. I think we were. I think we were more on the fence. I think was right. I think our our on the fence. The. (laughs) Uh, I was run star. I was rooting for the shark. I mean, we yeah, all, that's fair. We all are, hey, they got hey, hey, they got experimented on against their will. I'm a hundred percent down for the sharks getting the. But I would say. Compared to other creature horror films, I didn't like necessarily hate the people. Like they're no, yeah. like, oh, I can't wait to see these people get eaten by whatever it is. Versus this one, I was like, I'd like to see some of them live. Like they're all decent folk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I wasn't like rooting for. I was probably rooting for the humans more so in normal creature films. I'm like, let's go, like eat them all. Let's let's see it. But I don't know this. This one's our review is titled Deep Blue Stink. <laughs> and then, and then the, the poster said you should go watch uh, Blair Witch Project instead if you want to get real scared. Debatable. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know about that. Maybe Deep Blue Stink, though. Good facility name. Oh, hey. Hey. oh Deep Blue. Fish not known for their great smells. That's fair. Um, oh, and then last one. I think this film was a load of shit. <laughs> It calls it like she sees it. Uh, yeah, look. Uh, this movie. Look, this movie is is not great up until Sam Jackson. You're absolutely spot on, Nate. Sam Jackson is five points entirely. And then it's, it's up there. And yeah. then another point Skarsgård goes. Death was pretty good, too. Scarsgard dunk is That's pretty awesome. That's I got also. interested. The deaths are good. Um, you know, they're. Everything leaned up to that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. I just remember watching this movie and being like, I'm bored. Out. I remember being bored in the first half, even with the Scars Guard scene. It was just kind of like, all right, that was cool. And then after that, I was just bored until Sam Jackson. I, I have to give this a lot. <laughs> I have to give this movie, uh, you know, what? I, I, I'm going to give it a six, too. I debated between a five six, and a six. Six, six. <laughs> All right, there you go. That was not the drop I meant, but it's a drop I'm going with because I'm <laughs> just, I'm, there you go. I'm not going back and editing this. Yeah, no, uh, you know, for all the reasons we've discussed, it's it's a fun movie. It's not a good movie, <laughs> but if you've never seen it, watch it. Absolutely. Hopefully you've seen it before you listen to us you know, tell you everything that happens. Yeah, we kind of ruined the two we, best. We Although play even, a warning. even watching them are still good. Even watching it again, I think, You'd still get something out of it. I think it's, this is it's great. I don't think you can even remotely picture what happens from our convoluted discussion of it. That's fair. Oh, would That's recommend. Fair. And Taylor, <laughs> I, I think you would say this is probably unsuspecting victim friendly. Definitely, it yeah. is not. I I was never frightened watching this film. Yeah, no, <laughs> nor nor should you be. It's. I'm not afraid of sharks, though. I think if someone was legitimately afraid of sharks, this could freak them out, but. It, no, it was not frightening. It was a lot more comedy than scares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, I think the only thing that kept me from going even higher was, I mean, just 
these are the worst scientists. Somehow they have gotten their degree. Like, okay, even even uh, what Skagen Scoggins or whatever. He went to Caltech for four years and then he didn't know what theory of relativity was. Oh, my God. That line was so funny. Oh, I wrote that one down because I was like, this guy went to Caltech for four years. And the way Preacher explained the theory of relativity to him was, quote, the best explanation of physics he'd ever heard. I was like, there's zero chance that's correct. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. The most enjoyable, maybe. But no, God. Anyway. All right. Well, look, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, Nate, where can they find us? You can find us, as always, on Twitter at TXPodMasker. Texas Podcast Massacre on Facebook and Instagram. Check, uh, you know, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Maybe give us a five star review. Maybe mention Human Centipede. If you put a five star review on there and put a movie, it'll go on the list. We have a few movies on the list coming up uh, in August. So uh, if you have put a review in recently, we're going to get to it. Don't worry. Uh, Texas Podcast Massacre at gmail.com is our email address. Send us all your questions, concerns. Uh, if you want to make a remix of, of Deepest Bluest, my hat is like a shark's fin and send it to us. We would really appreciate that. And by we, I mean Mitch uh, exclusively. So <laughs> do that. Um, and yeah, we have two more weeks of Man vs. Animal coming out. Week four, Mitch's pick. I have not seen this movie and I have, I still haven't seen it yet. So I'm, I'm going to watch it this weekend, probably Mitch. So I, I will text you and let you know, but man's best friend, we got genetically modified dogs. Uh, is it in the vein of monkey shines, like genetically modified monkeys? Are we, are we getting close? Uh, a little bit. It's certainly, certainly a lot more intense and more experimentation done. Okay. That's that's week four, week five, the instant, Classic Tammy and the T Rex. The gore cut. Now we will be watching the gore cut. The gore, the R rated gore cut, not the PG, (laughs) not the PG cut, not a horror film. The R cut, where a bunch of people get murdered, is the one we're watching. See a young Paul Walker turn into a T Rex and a young Denise Richards watch him and fall in love with him as a T Rex. Can't go wrong on that one. Uh, So that's week five to wrap it up. Uh, and definitely try to check out those movies before uh, before we do the reviews um, so you can see all of them in their glory and follow along with us as we talk about the movies. That's right. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for coming back and hanging out with us. We need to have you back sooner than too long. I agree. I'm, yeah, any more fun films like this, count me in. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we've... We've got some we've been holding on to, so we'll uh, no Karis Hells. We've already, you know, I don't think anything on that level just yet, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. We, we'll, we did a movie called The Shed not too long ago. We mercifully skipped over you. Yeah, uh, we're like okay. There's <laughs> there's only so many that we can try to get you. With, so. <laughs> oh goodness, that'll wrap it up for this week's episode from all of us here at Texas Podcast Massacre. Thank you so much for tuning in, and just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. Good night.